Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to Monday's podcast. I'll give you my thoughts on the Cowboys' new head coach in a moment, plus uh, what the Patriots should and will do with Tom Brady or what Tom Brady should do. And I got to get to the New Orleans Saints complaining again about getting robbed by a pass interference, this time no call. Let's get to it. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. What a weekend. What a weekend in the National Football League. Wow. Farmers Insurance knows a thing or two about how to save a buck or two when it comes to you. Bundle home and auto. So visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Hope you had a great sports weekend. There was some good hoop. Interesting hoop rumor. Um, there was There's some interesting college football as Tua has decided to go pro. What does that mean? And I'll get in a minute to what I think the Cowboys are saying and I don't agree with. 
But let's get to this weekend, huh? Is this Groundhog Day? Are, are we really to the, are the Saints complaining about pass interference not being called in a playoff game in which they lose at home? Is that did that just happen? Are they glossing over the fact that Drew Brees looked long in the tooth, was not an elite level quarterback playing at home for the second straight elimination game? Okay. Okay. No one I know who does who who doesn't like it wasn't pass interference. You can push off and what by letter of the law would have been pass interference, and no one actually thinks that should have been called. We'll get in more on that later. Speaking of more on that, this idea that Carson Wentz is injury prone because he got speared in the back of the head by Jadeveon Clowney. More on that later. Get it? See what I did there? Combine the moron. Oh, and Tom Brady throws a pick six, and everyone's acting like he's going to leave, or maybe he, you know, he won't retire because of the pick six. All right, we'll get into that. And then stop me if you heard this before, but Deshaun Watson just finds a way. All right? There's your four games. All were entertaining, all were close, all were competitive. And uh, and now we have a divisional playoff weekend, which should be just outstanding. How about the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk, don't call me Kurt Cousins. But the news of the day is that the Dallas Cowboys have found their man. It took him forever to finally fire Jason Garrett. Which is interesting because do you know what today is? You know what today is? Today is like... It's like the unofficial National Divorce Day. You guys know that? It's like super sad. But it's unofficial national because most people are going to get divorced, stay married through the holidays. And then you're like, ah, New Year's is like January 1st. It's the middle of the week. So the Monday following the New Year's is when you pick up the phone, you call the divorce lawyer. That's what the Cowboys did. Only the Cowboys quickly remarried. Instead of going to therapy figuring out their own issues, trying to find themselves, trying to find themselves and figure out what they need and what they want and why the last relationship went wrong, right? That's important because anybody can be a divorcee, but once you're a two-time divorcee, now it's a you problem, right? Jerry Jones got remarried like 15 minutes later to Mike McCarthy, who went on like this personal PR rehab tour. Hey, NFL Network, come over to my house where a bunch of other former coaches are going to sit around and watch tapes. And I'm going to, my family needs to move. I have no animus towards Mike McCarthy. But when you hire a guy that quickly and he spends the night at your house, and you shun the idea of a complete culture change, you're telling everybody in the NFL, everybody in the NFL that, look, everything is great here except maybe a little bit of respect and discipline, that we're really, really close, that we're a head coach away. Ed Werder on the hiring of Mike McCarthy, when I asked a team source what the Cowboys needed and their next head coach could provide, Lacking that was lacking under Jason Garrett. List included three critical items: fear, accountability, and discipline. 
The problem with this premise is that Mike McCarthy doesn't come in with complete autonomy. He can say what he wants to say and act like he can he carries a big stick and can be disciplined. But the fact remains that Jerry Jones writes the checks. Jerry Jones is the player's owner. Jerry Jones is the GM. And if Jerry Jones says, you know, I don't really feel like firing him, it won't be done. Jerry Jones thinks they're a head coach away from winning a Super Bowl. And man, is he sorely mistaken. Because the best collection of talent does not win football games. The best team wins football games. The best team. Now look, am I going to hold it against Mike McCarthy that he never had an elite running back, so he didn't really run the football? Not really. But I do think it's a curious fit when you overpay your star running back and you bring in a coach who's never really been about establishing the run game. A guy who, who fought with, 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 with the intellect of his last quarterback. A guy who's good, who's solid. I'm not sitting here telling you Mike McCarthy can't coach. I'm not telling you Mike McCarthy can't have discipline. The problem with it is he's just a middle, he's just middle management. And the upper level management, when the Cowboys have been great, is when Jimmy Johnson had complete autonomy. And though Bill Parcells didn't win a playoff game, that's what started the process of turning this roster around. And that's when Bill Parcells had complete autonomy. So I get the Mike McCarthy hire. Man, it feels like on National Divorce Day, they got divorced and then ran ran off to Vegas and got remarried super, super quickly. And the Cowboys are telling everybody, hey, our players are good enough. Our head coach wasn't. That's why we didn't get to the playoffs. And I'm here to tell you, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. It goes deeper than that. It goes to the to, to people cutting in line to get their contracts. It goes to a quarterback who may not be may not be as good as his contract. It goes to an offensive line that's living on past reputation. It's going to a wide receiving core who's missing the greediness of a Cole Beasley. A team that defensively, if you lined up and ran 40 times, they, they would win 10 times over in their division and yet couldn't get quality stops. The best teams win. And the Cowboys, Cowboys have shunned that. We got good players. We got good speed. We got the glitz and glamour. We'll bring in a head coach. He's won a Super Bowl before. Don't forget he wore out his welcome in Green Bay. Don't forget he couldn't get along with his quarterback. Don't forget he never ran the football. And oh yeah, by the way, it feels like, just feels like, he's going to sprinkle in a couple of his guys with the staff that's already there. Is that really the change that's needed in Dallas? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm just kind of done with the Saints, right? Man, there is a certain amount of bad luck. And they got a lot of it. But... Uh, and I'm I'm glad it pointed out that I hate the new overtime rule, which got in got installed because the Saints beat the Vikings and the Vikings didn't get the football. Remember that Brett Favre's last playoff game as a member of the Vikings, last playoff game in the NFL. That was the no, you can't do that. Throw the ball across his body. Remember that? That was also Bounty Gate game where they were just savage in how they uh, how they beat him up. Uh, Tua Tavailoga announced that he's going pro earlier today. Here's Tua on the decision end of the draft. I don't think any of the doctors can tell the foreseeable future. None of the guys rehabbing me can tell that. From what they've seen in New York, you know, everything looks good, but you can't really tell until the three-month mark or the four-month mark. So that's the gauge on, on all of that. A lot of the guys, you know, the general managers, the owners that I've got to talk to said the same thing. They, they kind of look at this injury as like a knee injury almost, although it's not, you know, in a way that, okay, are we going to take a chance on this guy or would he be able to possibly do a pro day before the draft and whatnot? And really the biggest thing they want to do is just see that we can, you know, move and we can just be back to how we were playing prior to the injury. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. Like, you want to talk about going headlong into the wind, not knowing at all what your hip's going to look like for another couple of months? That that does not... I, I understand that all of, all of you think, well, it's a no-brainer. You just go to the NFL because... And, and I've heard this said, it's not an evaluation period, it's a devaluation period. No. No. That ain't it. Th- this idea that going back to school meant for sure he was he was not going to go ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Like, wait, did Trevor Lawrence have a great year? Okay. You know, some of it is his wide receivers are big more than fast. Obviously, he played pretty darn well, but not great consistently against Ohio State. But, you know, Andrew Luck went back for an additional year. You can go back and, and trace. Peyton Manning went back for his last year. Plenty of really good quarterbacks went back. Marcus Mariota, obviously, he only went second overall. But plenty of quarterbacks went back. And he wasn't going to go number one this year before he got hurt. Now, he definitely won't. And and I don't, like, I, listen, I don't blame him for what he's doing. Not at all. But this idea that you know where you're going to go get drafted and, oh, we're just going to handle it like a knee injury. No, they're not. A hip injury, and, and by the way, a knee injury is the same in that you have no idea on the knee injury until you actually see the medicals. His evaluation, which is an obvious first-round grade, but it will change dramatically based upon when somebody when the doctors look at that hip at the combine. When they look at the MRI and they try and see exactly what's there. That's what's going to happen. You're going to look at it and go, wait. If there's deterioration in any way, if it hasn't healed or if it's healing, like you have no idea. And I I think, frankly, this is a, a bit of a risky play. I understand there's a certain amount of timing and Alabama has to know if they move on. And, you know, they have a, a kid from Southern California who's, you know, one of the top quarterbacks out here committed. Another undersized guy's brother's there. Mac Jones is there as well. Like, they have, they'll be fine. But this is going headlong into the wind a little bit. And then there's the question about Tom Brady. From a guy entering the NFL, will Tom Brady leave the NFL? I understand that there are, I've heard people say, well, you can't leave the NFL on a pick six. Do you remember what happened 20 years ago this coming weekend, John Ramos, in the NFL? Any idea? Would that be 1990, right? 2000. 2000, Sorry, 2000. 2000. 2000. I don't. Uh, That would be Dan Marino's last game. Dan Marino... In the wild card weekend, beat Seattle on the road in 2000. Okay. Then they turned around and went to Jacksonville the next weekend. Do you remember the final score? I think it was 62 to 7. And yeah, they got blown out and yeah, they got embarrassed and all those things are in fact accurate. But Dan Marino, who doesn't have a Super Bowl win to his name, only one Super Bowl appearance to his name, does anybody bring up, hey, you know, Dan Marino's last game, he got beat 62-7? No. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. 
Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Trent Dilfer, of course, the head coach of Lipscomb Academy. Follow them on Twitter at LA Mustang FB. They have a, a full-time academic coach, full-time nutritionist, NFL caliber strength coach, and NFL experience as head coach and assistant coaches. TD, let's uh, let's start with Tua. Uh, you've always been a huge Tua fan, but he doesn't know. That means the doctors don't know. That means NFL uh uh, player personnel people don't know about the healing of that hip. How how risky is uh, the idea he thinks he's going to be a first-round pick when no one knows if the hip is going to heal correctly? Well, I think what I've heard again, and it's you know based on the press conference today or what you're hearing from insiders, what I have heard, and I've been pretty close to Tua for a long time, is that long-term, everybody feels very confident that the hip will be 100%. It's how soon will he be able to perform, um, you know, throw, run, do agilities, drop, do athletic stuff in front of NFL personnel. Um, I think that's where this conversation is getting a little confusing, is that when he first got hurt, everybody started saying things like Bo Jackson hip injury, and it created kind of this scare tactic, and that became the narrative. My understanding, again, I don't have all the answers, but my understanding is there's no concern of the long-term um, whether this hip heals or not. It's how quickly he'll be able to get back to football activities. I say that because he doesn't need to throw a football for anybody. He doesn't need to take a meeting for anybody. He's a, he's a transformational talent, and the film shows that, and owners and GMs know that. Um, they knew it last year. Uh, so really the only question is that they'll have to have answered and they'll do it from the surgeon and the, and the follow up appointments is, okay, is it true? This isn't going to be a long term issue. If this isn't a long term issue, then we don't care what you do this off season. Uh, you'll be fine by OTAs and we'll be ready to rock next football season. Trent Dill for our guest from the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. What's your evaluation of how Tom Brady played? This whole year just was kind of uck. Um, I get it. He doesn't have the speed outside. There was really no threat. They slowed down the offense. I mean, one thing that wasn't talked about enough is not only did they not have the the talent, but they played slower too. Like, I mean, they purposely tried to slow down games and they didn't do their high tempo stuff. They did. He was, he didn't, they didn't spread people out as much and let them have five eligibles right off the get go. Uh, I don't think they played the type of football that Tom plays best at. So I think system wise, it, didn't fit him as well. Uh, I think the elbow injury, what was that, week 11 or 12, affected him late. Um, and I think not running the show, not being the reason. You know, think about for the last 10 years, Tom Brady, that offense has been the reason. Uh, this year was not the reason they were going to win. They were just trying to stay out of the way. I don't think that fits a Tom Brady mentality. So overall, I bet you he'd probably grade himself more harsh than I would, but I thought it was probably a B minus, you know, C plus year for him. Do you think he returns to New England? I do. I think that uh, – I think I'm being emotional when I say that, though, Doug, to be honest with you. I think I'm, I'm saying it, trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> I want it to happen. I want them to be together. I want the Patriots and Tom Brady to still be married. I want the NFL to have that. I can't see him playing anywhere else. Um, I can see all the arguments why he won't be there. I understand them. I don't think they're – made up. I don't think people are trying to get attention by saying them. I just hope that cooler heads prevail and they don't break up um, the marriage this year. I could, I would like to see it go another year or two. Okay. So um, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, is it just as simple as add talent, add skill positions? I mean, I mean, you got to go through their skill position. Like Edelman is 34. Benjamin Watson, they brought him out of retirement. You know, Rex Burkhead's a nice player, but, you know, if that's your best back, along with Sony Michelle, you're in trouble. Nikhil Harry looks completely overwhelmed by the playbook and then can't catch even when he is in the right spot. Like, is it just start over with your skill positions? No, I think it's supplement them. I think it's free agency bringing in a guard, you know, or a tackle, uh, drafting another guy kind of second round, third round on the offensive line. I think it's making a splash for a skill position player, whether it be trade uh, or free agency. I don't know who's a free agent this year, to be honest with you, off the top of my head. But, you know, a big splash, um, playmaking, you know, top five at their position type guy. I don't think they need to do anything at running back. Uh, and I think they have a year with this these tight ends, the younger tight ends. They need to, you know, again, bring in another tight end type player, edge player for them. I think they get away with it being a fullback, too, like the Niners do, um, but kind of an edge-type presence in the run game. I don't think they're as far off as everybody says, and they have the money to do it. Trent Dill for our guest Super Bowl champion, quarterback, head coach of the Lipscomb Academy, longtime NFL analyst joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, on the other side, you have Ryan Tannehill, who, let's, like, let's not forget, they did win the game, although it was really Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. How do the Titans match up with this Ravens team? Well, they're going to have to throw it more, I think. Um, and Daniels played great the second yes. half of the, or since he took over. Um, and that game was a weird game in the sense he just didn't have a lot of opportunities to throw it either. Made the one really bad throw, um, which could have cost him the game. Um, but he really is kind of a non-factor based on how they play, how they called the game. I wouldn't blame him for that. Um, but he's going to have to be explosive against Baltimore. Uh, I think the Earl Thomas. That secondary, I'll just say the whole secondary of Baltimore um, gelling from the midway point on has really, I went back and studied them a little bit last week, just, you know, a glossary overlook at their secondary. They really play good team secondary ball. They create a lot of confusion for the quarterback. Um, they make it hard. They, they make you see one thing, then play a different thing. Ryan's really going to have to be sharp pre-snap, post-snap. Uh, and really some tight window throws. That's what you see. Like the teams that can throw the ball against the Ravens, that quarterback's willing to make some big boy tight window throws, and, and Ryan's going to have to do that because they're not going to let Derek just carry the ball 28 to 32 times and do what he did the other night. No question about it. What's your impression of Kirk Cousins now that we've seen him win on the road in the playoffs against the Saints and make a couple big boy throws? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I love, by the way, how about Troy Aikman's call on the spot, on the deep corner, says that's the greatest throw of Kirk Cousins' career. I just thought that was so timely. I thought Troy did such a great job pointing that out that, you know, everybody's waiting for Kurt to make that signature throw. Like, this is his career-defining throw, and boom, he makes it. Troy nailed it. I thought that was fantastic. I think Kurt's played really good football, um, you know, but he's not the reason. They won that thing because the bigs on both sides of the ball. They won the knockback battle. To go to New Orleans and knock that defensive line back consistently all day long was a big challenge, and they did it. And then defensively, to dom dominate New Orleans up front – I mean, that was a big boy game. If I'm Mike Zimmer, I go in the locker room after that game and I kind of pat her on the back, say, nice job, and the runner, hey, good job, and the receivers, good job. And then I go to my big guys, those guys that wear T-shirts in the pool when they were 12 years old, and I start hugging them and kissing them and rubbing their heads and saying, you guys are the reason we won this football game. We won on the road and we yep. physically manhandled what I thought was the best team in football going into the playoffs.
Uh, was that pass interference on Kyle Rudolph? It was. I mean, he extended his arm fully. I think it should have been called. I, I agree, though, also that if it would have been reviewed, it would not have been overturned um, just based on how it's happened throughout the year. Here's, here's, um, here's my issue with it, um, and I've always said, is that the defensive back, once the ball's in the air, can't be making contact, right, unless you're competing for the ball, whatever. The defensive back is grabbing his arms, and then he, so it, it could have been illegal contact in a PI, and they never call that. Like, that's not called. Yeah. Yeah, and listen, I'm not whining. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. Yeah. I hardly ever whine over calls yeah, yeah, I got either you. way. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I said, oh, he pushed off. But again, I'm not going to like throw it on my hat and say, oh, it's pass interference. That's the worst call. You know, that, how does that not get called? I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, it, it's just a crapshoot on those calls. That's just the reality we live in. in secondary wide receiver play in the NFL is it's a coin flip. You can have two of the exact same plays, and one time it's called, and one time it's not. Trent Dilfer's our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What about Drew Brees? He wasn't great. You know, like, no one seems to have mentioned that that last year in the playoffs wasn't great and struggled down the stretch. He's getting older. Um, obviously, you know, Mike Thomas had an incredible year playing with Drew Brees. The numbers are still very good. Any cause for concern in terms of Drew Brees getting closer to the end than anyone wants to mention? I don't think this year. I think it's a it's a conversation probably internally that okay, this is a couple years he hasn't been razor sharp. I wouldn't say he's played bad. He just hasn't been razor sharp, but he still had a fantastic year. Um, they obviously have something very special with him and Michael Thomas. They have the runner who was hurt for a lot, Camara who was hurt for a while. Like they have the pieces, and do you really want to move on with all those pieces without Drew Brees, or is it? Let's wait and see how next year's playoffs unfold and then maybe have some really, really hard discussions. I think it's a conversational piece internally right now with really no teeth to it. But if it were to happen again next year, it would have some teeth. Trying to deal for our guest, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, okay, I, I do want to get to uh, I do want to get to just one more game. Um, Carson Wentz gets hurt. There have been some that say, see, Carson Wentz is injury prone. He got hit in the back of the head, diving for a first down. Do you believe, like, can both these things be true? He can be injury prone, but that doesn't signify that he's injury prone. Oh, interesting. I think Carson Wentz is an incredible quarterback, an incredible talent. Nothing but great things to say about him. However, he plays a style of football that is reckless. And when you play that reckless style of football, no different than Andrew Luck, who would hang in the pocket longer than anybody on the planet and take more hits doing it, uh, the same thing that makes you laugh makes you cry. Uh, so the same thing that makes you jump out of your seat and go, oh my gosh, it's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen, Carson Wentz, is the same thing that makes you cry when play after play after play, he tries to win the whole game on one play. And he's not the first to do that. Um, he just happens to be seeing the downside of that this year <laughs> with getting banged up and turning the ball over. Um, it's something where, and I learned this from Holmgren, you don't ever want to coach that out of somebody, that kind of playmaking fight to the death. He had it with Steve Young. He had it with Brett Favre. Even myself and Hasselback, when we were battling, he would always encourage us to be more aggressive, more playmaking, but then he'd always sprinkle in the discernment word. Like, yes, but you also have to – his term was you have to have the bleep bleep, I call it brass of a burglar, and the discretion of a doctor. So you've got to have both. 
And I think Carson needs to really be honed in on that discretion part. Like there's times in games where you just can't do that. Um, you can't always dive for face first. You can't always try to shed the tackle. You can't always try to squeeze it in. There's times that that's great, but there's other times you just need to st- step back and not be Superman and just get the ball in your hand and live to play the next down. Mike McCarthy is the new head coach of the Cowboys. Mike Nolan, apparently, who I think you do you play for in San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. He, he's going to become their defensive coordinator. They're going to stick with the offensive staff. It That, to me, signifies the Cowboys think they were a head coach away from getting to a Super Bowl. I think something else is missing. What's your reaction to McCarthy? I think it's really interesting. I said this on Colin earlier. Um, I like this. It's a safe hire. Mike's a very good um, CEO of an organization. I think he's re-energized. I think end of his Green Bay years, he got, frankly, lazy, and that's what came out um, from all the stuff after he got fired. Um, and I think he'll be re-energized. He took this year off. He grew as a coach. The staff grew, yada, yada, yada. But I think this whole thing came down to the defensive hiring call because of the, the personnel they have on defense is a one-gap lighter in the tail, speed-oriented, um, goes back to Tony Dungy at the Minnesota Vikings, Monty Kiffin at the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rod Marinelli, um, Chris Richard. Like, it's a very specific personnel scheme fit. Now, Nolan's been doing some of that recently, but that's not his roots. And I think this whole hire comes down to the defensive coordinator because, really, we talk about Dak Prescott on their offense all the time. But with how much money they have or are going to have invest in that defense and the playmakers they have, sure. that needs to become their calling card. And I think that his job, his fate, will be on this defensive coordinator hire. I don't know if it's going to go good or bad, but it better be very specific to the personnel they have because they're not changing personnel. So those guys, I guess what I'm saying is this, they're not plug-and-play personnel guys. Those defensive players can't play in any system. They were drafted to play in a specific system, and their skill set allows them to play in that specific system. And if Nolan doesn't implement something very close to what they've already done, it could be a disaster. Awesome stuff. Trent Dilfer, check out Lipscomb Academy at LA Mustang FB. Of course, uh, they scored more in three games than the the previous year's team did in 11 games. An amazing high school uh, program coached by an amazing guy. TD, Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dougie. Happy New Year, bud. Same to you. Big changes for a team that almost won a Super Bowl. I'll share it with you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Every day at this time, get you caught up in stories today. We give Dan Byer a little poetic freedom, poetic license, excuse me, play a game. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. DB, what do you have, sir? Doug just renewed that poetic license for 2020, put the sticker on the script, and we are ready to go. The game today is... Big deal, little deal, no deal. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Wade Phillips is out as the defensive coordinator with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, That's a big deal. It's a big deal because, you know, the, the, the defense was vaunted and they tried to make adjustments to the personnel mid-year and it didn't work uh late in the year they had some outstanding performances they're what a missed field goal away from beating seattle and feeling like they're a playoff team but this has kind of been wade phillips's thing everywhere he's gone first year or two and then people kind of figure it out after a while and there's no second pitch if you will that's a big deal wade phillips was a big part of what they established with the culture. Who's hired to replace him is very, very telling. In my guess, it's going to be the Shanahan family tree, which Wade Phillips wasn't part of. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Seahawks defensive engine Devian Clowney says he expects death threats from the, quote, worst fans in the world, end quote, after his hit on Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz yesterday. This is a bizarre statement. You hit a guy in the back of the head, you should have been penalized for it, should get fined for it. Can't do it. Did it anyway. Nothing happened. And they're, you know, uh, yes, if if there are death threats, you're a bad fan. You're death threats, you're a bad fan. But, like, Jadeveon Clowney, offer something up like, hey, didn't mean to, sorry. I'll probably have to pay a fine, and, you know, I hope he's okay. 
Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Patriots owner Robert Kraft told Peter King in his Football Morning in America piece that he wants Tom Brady to either A, return as Patriots, or B, retire. Yeah, he didn't want to do the Johnny Unitas and see him in a Chargers uniform, right? Correct. You know, what's interesting is Robert Kraft is as much to blame as anybody for Tom Brady not having the weapons. There's a lot of people who speculate one of the reasons they had to get rid of Antonio Brown was they couldn't push it with the league considering Robert Kraft's issues. Oh, speaking of Antonio Brown, big deal, little deal, or no deal that AB84 pointed out on his Twitter page that there could be an Antonio Brown curse as the Steelers, Raiders, Bills, Patriots, and Saints were all eliminated from Super Bowl contention in the span of a week. Is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal? That's a no deal. There were connections to all of them. I got it. So I got it. It's interesting. Yes. It's interesting. Uh, this is a enough of me talking about me. Let's have you talk about me. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal. That NFL wildcard weekend TV ratings were up 7% from a year ago and the highest in four years. That's a big deal. Um, the NFL has clearly recovered from the doldrums and the games were great, but like, Look, let's remember, as great as the games were, the Rams weren't involved, you know, the Giants weren't involved, the Bears weren't involved. That's their three biggest markets. And you had some star players who missed the playoffs this year, right? So, I mean, like, look, we're talking, yes, you had Brady, but you're yet to have Green Bay, huge rating. You didn't have the Dallas Cowboys. So I think that's, I think it just shows the health of this league and the, those who claimed gloom and doom have been, you know, tales of the demise of the NFL have been greatly exaggerated. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that the Lakers are listening to trade offers for Kyle Kuzma. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. You know, you have the weird Kuzma's workout guy calling out LeBron thing. You got, there was a weird handshake between Kuzma and Zoe after the Lakers beat Lonzo Ball and the, the Pelicans. Um, you have him showing up with the slim, shady haircut. Like, I think Kuz might be feeling himself a little bit too much. Maybe this is to check him, you know, to check his ego. Hey, dude, you haven't done anything. And, you know, they need a point guard. Just talk about getting Darren Collison. But if they can't get Darren Collison out of retirement, they need somebody to make a play. Finally, one other uh, Laker-related story. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Lakers center Dwight Howard is going to compete in the dunk contest next month at All-Star Weekend in Chicago. That's a big deal. I mean, here's a guy who, of course, won it a couple times, but also he went through major back surgery and kind of fell out of favor in the league. And um, I mean, obviously he must be feeling really, really good. I don't think it's necessary. Like, I don't want to see Dwight Howard in the dunk contest, but somebody <laughs> does. I, uh, I got one more for you. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that San Diego State has yet to crack the top five of the AP Top 25 College Hoops poll. That feels like a big deal. Like, they just beat defending league champion Utah State on the road, and they did so without their starting center and um, and their seventh man. So I, I don't really know what they're supposed to do. I mean, look, Duke has some bigger name wins, but they lost at home to Stephen F. Austin. Like, what are we doing here? That's game, huh? Game This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Farmers Insurance knows a thing or two about how to save a buck or two when you bundle home and auto. So visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You guys think Tom Brady's going to come back? 
And if he comes back, will he come back with the Patriots? A lot of talk of him with the Chargers. We've seen that before. I mentioned Johnny Unitas. Played his last game with the Chargers. Get to that. Just this whole idea of Tom Brady and retirement and not knowing what's going to happen next and how does that shape the future and has, has he thrown his last pass? I'll give you my thoughts on the Tom Brady Patriots quarterback situation upcoming next. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Farmers Insurance. Farmers Insurance knows a thing or two about how to save a buck when it comes to uh, when, when you bundle your home and auto. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, uh, boy. We'll get to Kirk Cousins and the doubters. Uh, people we have called out. 
Plus, Saints fans, you're annoying. Feel free. Protest the Super Bowl. You, like last year, won't hurt the ratings. As a sip of excellence, I was 3-1 and one in my picks, and I truly believe had Carson Wentz not gotten speared in the back of the head by Jadeveon Clowney, I would have been 4-0. and oh. Nonetheless, um, the Seahawks did advance. So we will see Russell Wilson against the Green Bay Packers. Last time they matched up in the playoffs, if you remember, uh, if you remember, they they weren't Aaron Rodgers wasn't healthy. He had a bad calf. They dominated the game, dominated the game, and then you know didn't field an onside kick. A couple of things to go bump in the night, and the Seahawks found a way to beat them at home and go to the Super Bowl. But also, side note, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are the opposite of whatever friends are. Opposite of whatever friends are. And then, you know, we have the the least discussed, really interesting matchup might be the Titans against the Ravens. Titans defense coordinator, last time he matched up against Greg Roman was the Super Bowl. So there's some knowledge of how to stop the zone read, but a different zone read now. Mike McCarthy's new head coach, the Dallas Cowboys. We got a lot to get to. There are people asking, is it really over for Tom Brady? This was Tom Brady after the loss going about going forward. Is there any possibility that you would retire after this last season? Uh, I would say it's pretty unlikely, but hopefully unlikely. I love the Patriots. I mean, they, they obviously, uh, you know, it's the greatest organization and, you know, playing for Mr. Kraft all these years and uh, for Coach Belichick. I mean, there's, there's nobody who's had a better career, I would say, than me, just being with them. I'm very blessed, and I don't know what the future looks like, so I'm not going to predict it. Interesting. A little awkward. Okay, so, look, where does it make sense? We can cut out any of the small market teams. Right. We, we can cut out any of the small market teams. We can cut out a lot. Like. Just go through the teams that need a quarterback in a weird market. You know, like he's not going to Jacksonville. Right. Not going to Jacksonville. Not going to Miami. Play for Brian Flores against the Patriots. Like that's not happening. That's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's not happening. Um, you know, obviously he's not going to Cincinnati or Pittsburgh, or Cleveland. Tennessee seems like they found their guy. Houston has their guy. Indy, not going to play for the Indianapolis Colts. You know, Denver seems to have found their guy, although you never know, Fountain of Youth playing in the altitude to help his football. Don't tell me that, that John Elway wouldn't try and do what he did previously. There's the Raiders, Vegas, maybe. But I'll tell you why I don't like that one. There's the Chargers, which everyone's talking about. Giants have their guy. Cowboys have their guy. Redskins are a mess. He's not going there. Bears, not going there. Lions, not going there. They have their guy. Not going to Atlanta or to Tampa or to Carolina. The Rams have their quarterback under contract. So too, and Arizona has a rookie quarterback. There's not that many landing spots. I mean, really, it's Oakland and the Chargers and where else? Like Miami? 
You want to talk about no players. Tom Brady doesn't want to go somewhere where he can't win. Now, the the Chargers thing makes sense in that the Chargers need to sell tickets. They need to win, and they have really good skill position players. But they have an older quarterback who's as, or maybe more immobile than Tom Brady. His limited mobility really hurts them. And while Brady may think this is like a David Beckham type of deal, come to L.A., collect some checks, try and win a championship, like, I I just, I don't see it. I don't get it. Keep in mind, you'd have to tie him maybe to somebody that he knows is his coordinator, whereas the Chargers just named a guy who's been calling plays for like six games their coordinator for next year. Just doesn't seem like a likelihood. Then you have Gruden. You have the Raiders. It would be a very Raider type of move. The problem with Brady working with Gruden is Brady's a West Coast guy. His quarterbacks have to move. Now, could he make some adjustments? Yeah. Yeah. And playing a show in Vegas, you know, 16 times or whatever, that does seem like something that guys do when they're, I mean, Britney Spears reinvigorated her career playing a show in Vegas a couple times a week, right? Garth Brooks, same thing. Did you guys ever see the Garth Brooks show in Vegas? Amazing. But I think this is just negotiating. That's all it is. Ah, you know, my wife doesn't want me to do it. She kind of wants LA. You know, she, I, love, I love living in New England. It's not really our jam. But where else is he going to go? If you think about the most iconic athletes of this generation, if you're comparing yourself to Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan only wore a Bulls uniform. Kobe Bryant asked to be traded, but only wore a Lakers uniform. It's a complicated and complex history. Okay. With, with LeBron James and people will hold it against him. Derek Jeter wouldn't play for the Red Sox, let alone any other team. The guys that are, are, are sports royalty in my lifetime. Right. And I know that Joe Montana went and played for the chiefs, but that's because they ran him out of town because they had Steve young. That's not the case here. I mean, do you, do you think they're running him out of town for Jarrett Stidham? Really? No. They, they're going to try and, and make it work as long as they can make it work. That was the commitment that they made when Jimmy Garoppolo was traded, when Jacoby Brissett was traded. We're going to get every amount of juice out of this orange. And so Brady did what you're supposed to do in a press conference. And by the way, I honestly think, though the Patriots would take a massive step back if he left, I'm not convinced that Tom Brady is a good quarterback anymore. I'm just not. Now, many of you have heard me say that I don't think the Lamar Jackson thing lasts long term, that you have to be a pocket thrower. You have to be comfortable with it because that's where they can protect you. But you have to be able to move within the pocket, and Brady does not. He is a statue back there. Now, he may be the youngest-looking 42-year-old statue who does the Benjamin Button thing. But what are his options? The Chargers, an organization that I know, and I think they do a great job, but the perception of it in the league is not great. You know, the second team in L.A.'s new stadium, I don't see that happening. 
The Raiders are a maybe, but he really doesn't fit the way that Gruden wants his quarterback to play. You know, John Gruden's greatest quarterback he ever had was Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon was drafted in this league as a defensive back. So I don't see him going anywhere. You tell me where else he can go. You're not going to play for the Dolphins. They stink. That's not their plan. You go somewhere where they need to sell tickets. That would be the Chargers. And they have players. That would be the Chargers. The problem is, you're going to come play for the Chargers? Now, could it be a Kawhi Leonard type of move? Maybe. Maybe. And the Chargers have had great quarterbacks, not just Johnny Unitas, but Dan Fouts, Andrew Brees, and Phillip Rivers. And oh yeah, by the way, even the most ardent fan would say, what has that won you? Now let's talk about Robert Kraft. He, he told Peter King he wants him to resign or to retire. He can't stand the idea of him playing for another team. And Robert Kraft is partially to blame for this thing. Not, not only in the messaging of when they had Jimmy Garoppolo and, and the reports were Belichick wanted to, wanted to hand the reins over at some point in time which actually doesn't seem, sounds like Bill Belichick knew exactly what the hell he's talking about, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback right now than Tom Brady, which was the projection of Bill Belichick. You know? But the idea that if the owner wants it to happen, it's going to happen. I don't, I I think chasing the story else uh, otherwise, if it was, the Cowboys or the Giants or, you know, the Bears had a player-friendly, I don't even think the Bears just because, but he is a great bad-weather quarterback. Maybe then. Maybe then. But to go to the Chargers, or the Dolphins, the Raiders is a maybe. I just don't think he fits what Gruden wants. All right, something I've said over the past two years, everyone has now realized, and you saw it yesterday in the NFL. I'll share with you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, Kirk Cousins won a big game on the road and made a big throw. So, Right? That's what we're expecting from people. Here's Mike Zimmer, his head coach. Uh, he's only been in two, so he's 50%. You know, that's better than a lot of people. So, uh, But I thought he played really well today. You know, he took good care of the ball. He made good decisions. Uh, you know, they had some heat on us, and so he had to make some great, great decisions. You know, it's good. He's got to go out and prove it again next week, just like we all do. It, it's, a, it's a great point because we will, whatever our lasting impression, the last impression is the lasting impression. Kirk Cousins, 19 of 31. 242. Obviously, the biggest play of the game was in overtime when he threw a deep ball to Adam Thielen, which came up at about the, what, two-yard line? Ultimately, he threw a beautiful touchdown pass uh, to Kyle Rudolph to win the game by six in OT. Now, it, it, it should be pointed out, and this is really, really, really important, really important, that the Minnesota Vikings had a 20-10 to 10 lead. Okay, 20 to 10 lead on the road and got the ball. They uh, went six plays, 14 yards and punted. Recovered a fumble, went six plays, negative three yards and punted. And then sat on it at the end of the half. The, The fact is that the Vikings, before they scored that last touchdown, before they scored last touchdown, punted on their three on their last three possessions. So look, I think he made a great throw. I think he played pretty well. What I'm not going to tell you is, Oh, Hey, Kirk cousins, elite quarterback, because you have to keep scoring. And he did make some throws, which were bad throws. Now look, Brady and rivers and Rogers and all the elite guys. Okay. And all the elite guys. They do some things that. Um, they do some things wrong. They they miss some throws. They don't all, always throw pretty balls. They'll make some bad decisions. 
But Kirk Cousins throwing two beautiful passes in overtime should not completely distract us from the fact that they had a 20 to 10 lead and couldn't move the football and punted three times and allowed the New Orleans Saints to get back in that game. If they had one field goal up 20 to 10, if they had one touchdown, it was over. They wouldn't need overtime. So do I think that Cousins was better than his reputation? Yes. But in many ways, if you watch the totality of what he did, he was right at his reputation. There were some throws that you can't miss that he just missed. There were some moments that he did not produce. And there were some moments which he did. Um, What's crazy is what looked like an insane contract to people who weren't paying attention. Three years, $86 million is below $30 million a year. You knew exactly what you're getting. You know, a guy who might not be able to win your game, but also might not lose your game. That's kind of what he did. You know, it's kind of what he did. You know, they had the ball and could have run out the clock in regulation. And they just ran the ball three straight times, despite the fact that all their wide receivers, everybody was in man coverage with, with, with no safety. Just daring him to throw the football. And you could say, well, that's, that's smart. But, you know, then their defense was super soft and gave up a Will Lutz 49-yard field goal. So, I, I thought Cousins did shut a lot of the doubters up, but I also think some of it, we do this thing. We did it with Brady last year in the Super Bowl, where we dismissed the fact that he didn't play well for most of the Super Bowl. Cousins played pretty well. He wasn't great. He wasn't tearing it up. You know, that was first and 10. They took a shot. He threw an absolute dime. Absolute dime. And then third and goal, threw another dime right to the corner of the end zone. But their play calling was exceptionally conservative for a reason because Mike Zimmer can say we believed him all the time, but it's not true. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Drew Bledsoe, Super Bowl champion, four-time pro bowler, former Patriot, former Cowboy. Uh, You can check out BledsoeFamilyWinery.com for a great selection of wines. Uh, The man who replaced you is Tom Brady, of course, and he's gone on to this stellar, stellar career. Um, And I'm just wondering if if you think we've seen him play his last game in a Patriots uniform. (laughs) You know... Um, I think I'm going to get a T-shirt uh, that I'm going to wear around that just says "I don't know," because <laughs> so many people have asked me that question over the past few days. And and uh, the truth is, I don't I don't think I don't think Tom knows what's next. You know, I think he was being honest about that, and I don't think the Patriots know what's next with him. Um, I do know that if, uh, if if he moves, you know, it's got to be to a very specific place. You know, I mean, it's it, Tom's not going to go someplace where it's a rebuild. Um, he needs to go someplace, you know, where they've got a good offensive line intact, uh, where they've got some pieces in place. You know, I, I would equate it to, you know, when, when Peyton, uh, you know, went to, the, uh, went to the Broncos. You know, they had a lot of pieces intact. They had a great defense, uh, and he was able to go in, even though, you know, he was a little older and, um, you know, quite honestly couldn't throw it very far. 
Um, so if he does, if he does move, it's got to be someplace very specific. And the only places I can think of, honestly, would be a place like the Chargers. You know, if if, uh, if uh, Rivers is officially, you know, if he's really done, you know, if he wanted to go out there and then he was going to groom somebody that was eventually going to take over, um, you know, possibly a place like the Colts. I think they're pretty close, and I don't know how committed they are to uh, Jacoby Brissett, but. Um, but, uh, you know, he can't just jump and go just any place. But, but I really don't know the answer, man. I really, really don't. And, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure anybody out there knows the answer either. How hard would it be to, for him to leave New England? Well, I think it would be hard for everybody, wouldn't it? I mean, gee whiz. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Tom's been the uh, – I, I tell him whenever he's, – he's certainly the greatest backup quarterback of all time. <laughs> I remind him all the time, like, hey, dude, you were my backup, but never forget that. Anytime you get a little big head, just remember – uh, but but uh, um, yeah, I think it'd be hard for anybody to envision. You know, I know it'd be hard for uh, for Mr. Kraft. Uh, I know it'd be hard for all the fans, all the fans, and the and the, the whole organization um, out there. And it'd be hard for for football fans. I mean, shoot, you know, uh, since I retired, Tom's you know it's a long time ago, and Tom's been there. Um, but kind of licking my wounds this morning, though, man. This first time in a long, long time, I haven't had one of my. Uh, my uh, old franchises in the in the playoffs at least through a couple of weeks. You know, I was really hoping the Buffalo Bills were going to pull it off. You know, I was there for three years, man, and have such great affection for the fans in Buffalo. And I really thought they were going to get their first uh, playoff victory in a long, long time. Uh, so that that hurt me too. Drew Bledsoe, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show. How does Mike McCarthy fit into one of your former teams, the Cowboys? You know, it's interesting. You know, I, it, to me, it's a, it's a pretty safe choice, and, and, to, and it also, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a, a lateral move, man. Now, first of all, let me say I have so much respect for Jason Garrett. I think he's a fantastic football coach. Um, you know, and you look at what happened with them this year. They were 1-6 in, in games that were decided by a touchdown or less. So they were that close, man, to really uh, getting in there and getting going. So it, it hurts me for Jason. Um, I think McCarthy's a safe choice. The one thing I will say that, um, you know, some of these coaches, when, they, when they're able to step back for a year and really look at things, and if McCarthy took that time to really dive in and figure out what he wants to do next and how he wants to evolve as a coach, you know, it could be a really effective thing. You know, there is some value to taking a step back and having some time to reflect. And if he really used that time to reflect on what he wants to do as a head coach, you know, it could be an effective move for them. Drew Bledsoe is our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Let's let's go back to Brady. Everybody's talking about will he come back? Do you think he still has it? Well, look, you know, I mean, there's there's uh, you know, Father Time is undefeated, and as hard as Tom works to try and fight that off, you know, things do start to slip a little bit. You know, velocity on the fastball goes down a little bit. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's it's sort of a, a crime as a quarterback that you know when you're you're. You know, when you're finally to that point, and Tom's been there for a long time now, but, you know, when you're finally to that point where you really understand everything and see things so clearly, um, you know, it's usually when your skills start to diminish a little bit. But, you know, Tom's been the same guy now to me for quite a while. You know, if, uh, if things are, are right around him, um, he's going to make great decisions. He's going to be a great leader for an organization. Um, you know, I, his, the, the, the greatness that Tom has had for a long time to me um, is so much bigger than what he does on Sundays. It's what he does during the week and during the off season that really has allowed him to be a, a great leader for that organization for so long. Uh, that's a value that he can bring to another organization. Um, you know, but in terms of, of does he still have it? Yeah, he still he can still play the way he's played the last you know seven, eight, nine years. You know, it's really never been about 
certainly about his running ability. Uh, it's been about his accuracy and decision making, and and from that standpoint, you know that hasn't really changed. Okay, so um, so if he stays, h- how do you go about fixing it? Well, they've got to get healthy. You know, I mean, they. Um, I think people overlook the value of a, of a Pro Bowl center. You know, and he he was they played the whole year without their Pro Bowl center, David Andrews. You know, one of the most interesting stats, and I'd, I'd be interested to have you guys research this. I can only think of one center that I know of that played for two Super Bowl teams, and that's my great friend Robbie Toback. He played in the Super Bowl team with the Falcons, and then he uh, then he took the uh, the Seahawks to a Super Bowl. You know, losing that cog, so he gets healthy. That helps get another year of experience with some of these young receivers because that, to me, was a was a big issue for the Patriots offensively this year. Was just developing that rapport with the guys that you have to have uh, in order to um, in order to play effectively offensively. You know, he's got that rapport with Edelman, but but the other guys are all new and and they've got to uh, they've got to address the tight end position. Um, but I, I don't think they're far off, you know. But they just need to get, to get a couple guys healthy, get some more experience, and maybe add one more uh, receiving piece to that offense. And I think they're pretty close. Drew Bledsoe joining us, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I did want to ask you about Russell Wilson. Um, he, he goes out and wins a road playoff game. Now he's going to have to win again on the road. You know, they're a team that did run the ball a ton, third in the league in rushing. He lost all three of his top three running backs, and yet they still find a way. As a as a former great quarterback, what do you see when you watch Russell Wilson? You know, I think I think Russ is is the is the best player in the league right now. Um, I really do. You know, and you watch what he does, uh, extending plays. You know, finding guys downfield, throwing the ball accurately, and then. Also, you know, he, he makes all these plays and very, very rarely makes a mistake that hurts his team. Um, I don't think that there is a single player in the league that you can point to um, as great as Lamar Jackson has been this year. Um, there's no single player that has had a bigger impact for their team uh, than Russell Wilson, and he continues to do it week after week. Um, it's really been amazing to watch. I've been a huge fan of his since I saw him play in his first preseason game. Um, I remember watching the, that preseason uh, and I uh, watched him play, you know, just a, a couple of games earlier. I think, man, that guy's going to be the starter this year. Um, and he's gone on to be, you know, one of the great quarterbacks of all time. I just couldn't be a bigger fan of what Russ is doing. Tua Tungavailoa uh, announced his intentions to play in the National Football League. What 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 does he look like in an NFL uniform to you? You know, Tua is Tua is a great player. You know, I think you got uh, you got some really outstanding quarterbacks uh, coming into the draft this year. Um, you know, with Joe Burrow, and then uh, I've watched uh, a bunch of uh, Justin Herbert up here in the Northwest uh, uh, playing for the Ducks. He's a great player, but I'll tell you what's going to happen. One of these quarterbacks is going to absolutely win the lottery this year, and that's the quarterback that gets drafted by the Chargers. You know, if, if, uh, if Phillip is truly done, which it sounds like he probably is, at least in, 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 uh, in the Charger uniform, um, they had offensive tackles that were hurt this year. Their defense is playing really well. They've got good pieces offensively. And now they're going to have a bunch of cap space uh, if Phillip has gone uh, to really build around a, a, a new young quarterback. Uh, whichever one of those quarterbacks ends, ends up in a Chargers uniform um, is going to be the guy that has the best chance to have early success. What about, what about Burrow? Um, he's a guy, look, he's older than some of the other prospects, but because he didn't play his first three years, he's shown rapid ascent to potentially going number one overall. Who does he remind you of? Jeez, who does he remind me of? I, you know, that's a, that's a great question. You know, I, he doesn't, 
overpower you with his arm strength, but he's but he's very very accurate. You know, the thing that I look at with quarterbacks, you know, especially some of the quarterbacks of these big powerhouse programs, some of them can look really effective just because the guys around them are so great. Uh, throwing to wide open receivers with lots of time to throw, but but what I look at is where does the ball hit a receiver when he throws it? Does it hit, is the guy reaching out for the ball or is it hitting him in the face mask? And when I watch Joe Burrow play, uh, he's remarkably accurate when he um, when he throws from the pocket. He's also able to extend plays and keep his eyes downfield. Um, I'm I, I'm kind of struggling to come up with who he reminds me of the most right now, but um, but uh, you know I think he's going to be a really excellent player. I just hope. I just hope when he, wherever he lands that uh, that they put pieces around him because um, you know when you when you earn the right to be drafted number one overall you're also going to a franchise that earned the right to pick number one overall meaning they weren't very good uh, and so I hope wherever he lands he lands someplace where they put pieces around him. No question about it. Uh, Drew Bledsoe joining us, Super Bowl champion, four-time Pro Bowl, of course. BledsoeFamilyWinery.com is is his is his business today. Uh, the Patriots kind of been gutted by the loss of their coaches. Vrabel, obviously with Tennessee, Bob in uh, in Houston, Flores in Miami, and and maybe Josh McDaniels uh, losing him potentially again. How much do you think that's affected the product in Foxborough? Well, yeah, I mean, as long as you have Belichick at the top, you know, he really coaches his coaches, um, and and they've got a, a system and a, and a uh, in place that that goes beyond X's and O's. It's how they train players, how they how they practice, how they do things uh, in the offseason, how they do things in mini camps, and so they've been able to uh, continue to replace guys, and, and a lot of times they raise them from within. So these coaches just get elevated, uh, and they already know the system and know how to, how things are done. Uh, so they've been able to survive those things. Um, it does hurt though when you got to retrain new guys uh, every year, and if uh, uh, you know if they go with a new offensive coordinator, it'd probably be somebody that'd be elevated from within. I don't know who that would be. Um, I think it's pretty hard to bring somebody in from the outside uh, and have them get up to speed on their system uh, as quickly as they need to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's certainly an issue, but they've been able to weather that storm very, very well over the years. Uh, Drew, listen, I can't tell you how, how, how great it is to, to hear you just talk football, dude. It's awesome. And I, I know the wine thing is something that it's your passion, and it's a great business, and you make a ton of money doing it, but you're great doing this as well. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Doug, always good to talk to you, man, and uh, Happy New Year. Same to you. Drew, uh, BledsoeFamilyWinery.com. It's BledsoeFamilyWinery.com. Drew Bledsoe. Drew, thanks so much. Awkward. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Th- thanks. <laughs> Th- that's on you, music. You got to... <laughs> he said thanks so much, you press the button, and it doesn't sound like I got hung up on. Uh, I-, I will take the blame for that, yes. <laughs> but... He, you know, he's got, he's got to go check the vineyard. The guy's got a lot of things to do here. Kind enough to spend some time with us. Thanks to Drew Bledsoe. Mm. <laughs> do the Eagles miss Nick Foles? We'll discuss next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show, we like to play for you a previous show on Fox Sports Radio, or Fox Sports 1, we call it. This was Dan Patrick and the Danettes talking about Carson Wentz getting hurt again. Take a listen. The Monday morning quarterbacks who then said the Eagles should have kept Foles. That maybe Nick Foles really belonged in Philly and do keep a tandem there. I said it earlier this year. You did? I said I would have kept Nick Foles. I don't know if even a healthy Carson Wentz beat Seattle. I think Seattle was the better team. I think the Eagles were doing it with smoke and mirrors. And, you know, that was a credit to Carson Wentz. But I wonder at some point, do the Eagles look at this situation at quarterback and go, is he going to be healthy with his style for the long haul? Because he's gotten injured when he was running. You know, the play against the Rams when he blew out his knee and this play where you don't give yourself up. Nick, Nick Foles signed a four-year $88 million contract. They weren't keeping him. There was no way. In addition to which, Nick Foles isn't good. He was running a heater, right? That's all it was. They probably should have lost the Atlanta Falcons. Then they took on the Minnesota Vikings, who shouldn't have been there. The Saints should have, right? Not for the Minnesota Miracle. And then they were great against the Patriots, who, you know, didn't play their best cornerback. It was a, a two-and-a-half-game heater he was running. 
and he got beat out this year by Gardner Minshew. Like that did happen this year, correct? That was the first year of the contract. There wasn't a GM change. There wasn't a coaching change. He just got beat out because he wasn't good enough. And oh yeah, by the way, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Nick Foles got hurt this year too. (laughs) Right? How do you think Gardner Minshew got the job to begin with? He got hurt. Like, like, man, I just tell you, he's just wild. He's just reckless. He just gets hurt. Dude, Nick Foles got hurt. Now, could he give himself up more and learn to slide more? Like, yeah, okay. He played every game this season. I, I don't, this reminds me, this whole discussion reminds me, Matt Holiday, as you guys listen to the show a bunch, is a dear friend of mine. Right? Seven-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger. And late in his career with the uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals, I think the first 44 games of the year he was on base, he had a 44-game on-base streak. And then he got hit in the hand with a fastball in Chicago and broke a finger. People are like, man, Holiday at this age, he's injury-prone. He's like, I got hit in the hand with a fastball. If you're 18, you get hit in the hand with a fastball. Or 50, if you get hit in the hand with a fastball, you're likely going to break your finger. Like, yeah, did he have a quad injury? He did. He had a quad injury and a broken finger. Those two are not, it's not like there's successive injuries that are somehow related to a body breaking down. Derek Rose is injury prone. He was constantly hurt. Greg Oden. Injury prone. Injury prone. Um, like I don't like that would be like calling Sam. Uh, it was Sam Bradford is injury prone. Same degenerative knee started one game a couple years ago for Minnesota. Played the game of his life and didn't get hurt. Just physically couldn't go the next week against Pittsburgh. We, then he, he eventually ends up in in Arizona. Right, degenerative knee that is injury prone. Sam Darnold gets mono. That's not injury prone. That's the kissing disease. Carson Wentz tore his ACL. Happens. Just so we're aware, Tom Brady's torn his ACL. Phillip Rivers has torn his ACL. Uh, Carson Palmer tore it twice. Those are pocket quarterbacks. Tore their ACL twice. Those guys can still play the position after they hurt their ACL. They tore his ACL. You know, and it wasn't like a Teddy Bridgewater where he just dropped back to pass and his knee just blew up. But getting hit when you're running from behind with a helmet to the back of the head, what by anyone's definition is a dirty play. That's not being injury prone, kids. And no one is screaming for Nick. No one's like, man, I wish we had Nick Foles. You mean the guy who got hurt this year and got beat out by Garner Minshew? I'm sure if you'd like to call Jacksonville today, they would gladly give you back Nick Foles. Here you go. You taking all that money? Sure. The most expensive backup in the league? Yeah, this is where I love DP and the Danettes. Those guys are great guys. Great guys. But if you listen to the, what's the old, uh, Jerry Sloan adage from the from the Utah Jazz, 
If you listen to the fans, soon you'll become one of them. What does the fuck say? Um, look, the, the pass interference non-call was just that. That play is never called in that situation or in almost any situation in inside the end zone. You know, but l- let me make a let me make a an easier parallel for you. Okay, this is important. This is to New Orleans Saints fans. Um, I think his name is John David Smith, right? Uh, John Ma- Michael David Smith. Okay, Michael David Smith is a um is a football writer and he's a good one. There's a he writes for Pro Football Talk. And I was following him on Twitter as the game was being played. And if you saw, do you guys remember who was it? Um, Dalvin Cook was running. It was when, when Minnesota was going into their, what I call the turtle offense, put your head inside your shell and just hope the game runs out of time, right? That was their, their turtle offense. So they hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook. And in the process of getting thrown to the ground, he was actually trying to stay up. He fumbled. It pops up in the air. And um, and the Saints run it back for a touchdown. Cork Gaines, who's covering it, who um, he works for This Is Insider, tweets out a picture of Teddy Bridgewater partially on the field while the Saints are running back the touchdown. And Michael David Smith is like, man, the Saints are lucky. Had that touchdown stood, they could have been called for a penalty. No one's calling that. Are there technically 12 guys in the field? Okay. But literally, when that happened, everyone in the world who's watching the game going, are you freaking kidding me right now? Can you imagine? I understand that there's a white line. You got to stay behind. It's a, you stay by if you're on the field, it's technically. But no one's making that call. Did the Saints have 12 men on the field? Yes. Would I have been okay with them calling 12 men on the field? No. That's not how you win a football game. The Minnesota Vikings had a mismatch between a defensive back and Kyle Rudolph. In addition to the fact that they're hand fighting and there's just as much defensive PI or defensive holding or illegal touching or whatever as there is offensive PI, it's the same thing. You can call holding on every play. You can call P.I. on almost every jump ball. But no one would have felt good about pass interference overturning that call. No one. Um, All right, we're going to get to the Saints fans continue to whine, the Patriots and their decision, and the Dallas Cowboys' new coaching staff. Does it make sense? We'll tell you next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. That was a good weekend in football. You know, it is it, it is interesting on how things go where Cowboys name a new head coach, so it does seem to trump all that took place this weekend. All that took place this weekend, including my son being scared of war. <laughs> like, easy, dude. Be okay. Right? Like, you try and explain 
your children like in the background to it. I went back to like 1980. Had a captive audience for a while. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, Mike Fisher, Cowboys Insider, is going to join us upcoming in about 30 minutes. I'll get his thoughts on what I'm going to share with you are my thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys, who have named themselves new head coach earlier today. I really, I can't take the whining from Saints fans. I can't. You had Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins on your field, and you couldn't beat him in overtime. Couldn't get a stop in overtime. Now, for the record, I think both the NFL and college overtime rules are stupid. They're dumb. I don't mind them as much for the regular season. For the postseason, what's the rush? Play another quarter. Or play sudden death. But doing both makes no sense to me. Right? Both teams must get the football unless you score a touchdown. What if we kick a field goal when then both teams get it? How does that make any sense? That doesn't make any sense. So you have to score to win, only you got to score six, not score three. That makes sense to me. I think you put a quarter in the clock. Look, it's better than the college rule. The college rule is stupid. That's not even football. Yeah, I know the football field is 100 by 50, but let's take away 75 yards. Huh? Huh? And then once we get to triple overtime, you got to go for two, which is like if you played basketball overtime going, hey, um, now once we get to triple overtime, you can only shoot three pointers. No, no, no. Layups don't count. Only three pointers. So I love that over the overtime rule got exposed. I thought though all the rules that were interesting this weekend. The fact that the Titans used that loophole in running down the clock against the Patriots, something the Patriots had done earlier this year to I think the Jets to shorten the game. Smart, smart football. Hey, know the rules, shorten the game. Now you only have to stop Tom Brady once, which is what they did. Which is what they did. Um, I'm not predicting gloom and doom on the Patriots, but we'll talk about what really caused their fall upcoming. So I think knowing some of the rules, the loopholes, whatever, super interesting to me. But all that got kind of pushed aside when the Cowboys, Jay Glazer from Fox Sports, who only breaks the biggest of big stories, broke that the Cowboys have a new head coach. It's Mike McCarthy. And the weirdest part of it was apparently he had a sleepover at Jerry's. Now, full disclosure, I'm guessing that Jerry Jones' house is slightly bigger than your house and my house. I actually completely get the sleepover, right? It is a very personal touch. It sounds weird because we all, you know, visualize like stepbrothers, right? They meant having Cheerios or Fruit Loops or whatever in their jammies. But keep in mind that Jerry Jones just dumped his ex who was, you know, basically like a son of his. And so I I think part of this is I want to make it seem like you're part of my family, even though we just cut off family and welcome you in. But like Jerry Jones got a house so big that if Mike McCarthy stayed there or didn't stay there, Jerry wouldn't even know. You know, the fact is it's it's probably nicer than any hotel 
with a much more personal touch. Uh, honestly, here's here's just I'm just going to venture a guess that if Mike McCarthy walked out of his room last night, he couldn't have found Jerry Jones room. That's how big that house probably is. I'm guessing he didn't leave his room because he'd get lost. Anyway. So I read this. This is Ed Werder, of course, has joined us here now, went back to work at ESPN. Longtime Dallas Cowboys insider, NFL insider as well as that doomsday podcast when this is Ed Werder on the hiring of Mike McCarthy. When I asked the team source what the Cowboys needed their next head coach to provide that was lacking under Jason Garrett, the list included three critical items, fear, accountability, and discipline. Oh, Oh, everybody's scared of Mike McCarthy. Here's the problem with that logic. Mike McCarthy doesn't come in and have personnel decision, personnel making uh, decision-making power. He doesn't. That is Jerry Jones. That's part of taking the gig. And even though he gets to hire Mike Nolan, he's not he's keeping the same offensive coordinator. This is he's living in a house that somebody else designed. And they're like, look, we'll let you redo a bathroom. We'll let you redo a bathroom. It's such a mistake. You know? Such a big mistake. Because the Cowboys believe, they wholeheartedly believe that what they thought at the start of the year remains true, which is we're just competent head coaching. We're just a little discipline away from being a Super Bowl champion. And I don't believe that to be true. You know, I don't think Amari Cooper's as good as they thought. I don't think Dax is as good as they thought. I think the offensive line has lives on a lot of reputation. Like, they weren't terribly coached. If they were terribly coached, why didn't you get rid of all their offensive coaches? And maybe the defensive coaching and defensive coordinator, it is that big of a deal. But they go and look at the vaunted number one rated offense and how many points they scored against the real teams in the National Football League. When it mattered. Right? When it mattered. Nine points against the Eagles. When it mattered, they scored 24 against the Bears, but they scored in the first possession of both first half and the second half. Couldn't score outside of that. 15 against the Bills at home, 9 against the Patriots. I'll give you, it was in a rainstorm. That offense that had all those high ratings, the fact is, didn't score in the red zone. That's where you make your money. Couldn't put touchdowns in the end zone. And that's why they're home. That's why they're fishing. And maybe Mike McCarthy shores that up, but the idea that they, I mean, this this was a long and thought out process. Took him forever to hire Jerry Jones. Took him five minutes to hire Mike McCarthy. Because Mike McCarthy has the pedigree so they can pretend like he's going to, you know, implore discipline. Meanwhile, same old Cowboys with a different defensive scheme. I, I don't think it's a terrible hire but I don't think it's the type of transformational hire that most people believe they need. Drew Bledsoe joined us and he said, it's like a lateral move. All right. You got one guy that kind of wore out his welcome in Dallas, getting replaced by a guy who wore out his welcome in Green Bay. But, you know, the problem with Mike McCarthy is how do the Packers look now? 
They look re-energized. They play smarter football. And though Aaron Rodgers fought it some at the start of the year, he's been healthy the whole year. And they put themselves in position to have home field until next week. They don't have a great team. They have one really good wide receiver. They got a couple decent tight ends, a good running back, solid offensive line, great quarterback, solid defense that, that's designed more to get after the pass than stop the run. But there's nothing spectacular about their talent, yet they're finding ways to win games. I hate, I, you know, like, I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings. Do you know where Aaron Jones played last year? That would be the Green Bay Packers. You know what the Green Bay Packers didn't have last year? A running game. Same personnel, different outcome. So, so you can tell me he's never had an Ezekiel Elliott or he never had this type of offensive line, and that would be accurate. But it'd also be accurate to say that when you get fired, the team didn't exactly implode. It actually got better with a guy, a head coach, who most people thought was in way over his head. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Farmers Insurance knows a thing or two about how to save a buck or two when you bundle home and auto. So visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS and get a quote today. We are farmers. I think I know why the Patriots lost. I mean, like, look, Jules Edelman dropped a ball. I think it was on second down, right? Second down. And uh, it was a competitive football game. Remember, as much as they lost and we look at the final score and the pick six and we freak out and we say the Patriots weren't any good and it's the end of the dynasty. The, the, the fact remains, and this is a very, very important fact. Okay. It's a very important fact. The fact remains that they were competitive, that they had the ball down one driving down the football field and the drive stalled out. And and this, in spite of the fact that the Titans were better, incredibly better in the, in the punting game, right? How good is the Titans punter? He was amazing. And the Patriots still had a, still had multiple opportunities to score. Their defense is good. Patriots defense was good. Derrick Henry was amazing, but the Patriots, they, the, the Titans had to shorten the game in order to give themselves the best chance of winning the game. Like they won in all four phases. The fourth is being coaching. Doesn't mean Belichick got out coached, but I would tell you Vrabel did a great job of knowing the time, knowing the score, understanding the rules and the situation. But I think they got beat because they didn't have a dude, right? We talk about this all the time in college basketball. In college basketball, college basketball, you'll often hear you just, you got to have dudes, right? You have to have a guy. You have to have somebody who you can give the ball to. You got four NCAA tournament games to win to get to a Final Four, six if you want to win it. You need one guy who's just like, you know what? We're not going home today, right? When Julian Edelman at 34 
is your best wide receiver. Rex Burkhead is your best running back. And 42-year-old Tom Brady is your quarterback. They lacked dudes. And they had one. And it was Antonio Brown. By hook or by crook, they made a play and they got Antonio Brown. And they couldn't keep him after he played one game. And he wanted to be there. And Brady wanted to be there. And it's very likely that the, that the league is like, he can't keep him. Right? There's no criminal investigation or criminal charges pending against him. But because he's just such a knucklehead nuisance, he, if signed, he would end up on the commissioner's exempt list. But the real reason that most people think he had to be released was because of what happened in the offseason with Robert Kraft. Just optics looks bad. You know, we are in it. We're, we're in a moment in time where finally now women's accusations are being taken seriously. And it's not one thing. It's just a bunch of stuff with him. But if they had Antonio Brown, that game's a wrap, right? Am I, am I correct? Like, do I think Antonio Brown is a good person, a balanced dude? Like, no, not particularly. But if they had Antonio Brown, that is two guys you have to take away from the defense to cover him. Two. And that leaves Julian Edelman more open. That leaves everybody else in at least one-on-one coverage and gets plenty of time for Tom Brady. And if you just get him the ball, he can take it and go to the house. The end of a dynasty is never just one thing. You know, they lost to the Dolphins, which made them play this past weekend, and the Titans, who snuck their way into the playoffs with their backup quarterback, who won the job midseason. They were coached by a former Patriot. Right? Like, all of this stuff kind of comes kinda comes around to be a really interesting story. But it's not like they were coached. I think Vrabel's really good. But it's not like they're coached by one of the all-timers. The end of the dynasty is because of Injury, lose your starting center. You, you know, you, you need a fullback, so you have to go and use a linebacker. Um, the vaunted defense was not nearly as good as it looked against the bottom of the league. The offense lost the starting center, obviously, to injury. They had to jettison the two most athletically talented wide receivers due to off-the-field nu- nuisance. Age at quarterback, age at wide receiver. And their coaching staff gets gutted year after year, right? Look at the other sideline. Look at the Houston sideline. All of these things. It's death by a thousand cuts. I've told this story before that when I was over at the other place, I'll never forget, we had a town hall meeting and a guy named Barry Blinn who does this for a living. Barry, shout out to you. It was a fascinating meeting. And they flew in, at the time, all the big boys. You know, Cowherd and I worked there. Van Pelt was there, obviously. You know, Rosillo, Golick, Greenberg. We all lived there at the time. But they flew in the Tarikos, the Brent Musburgers, the Kirk Herbstreets, the Jay Billises, all the baseball guys. Flew them all in. And they said, like, look, direct competition, which we're in direct competition, is not going to be the death of this place. It's going to be death by a thousand cuts. 
It's going to be the world moving to cord cutting. It's going to be, you know, the digital age. It's going to be, you know, Fox with a full frontal attack. It's going to be, you know, you lose some hockey fans because you don't have hockey. You lose some tennis fans to the tennis channel, golf fans to the golf channel, to NBC. It's, it's not one thing. It's a bunch. Management moved from there to here, combined with the top management we already have here. That happened in radio, happened in TV. And how, how did Rome fall? Bunch of stuff. Bunch of stuff. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean, even when the Roman Empire fell, it didn't mean you wouldn't want to go to Rome and it still wasn't a cool place. It wasn't interesting things and interesting government. Doesn't mean the Patriots are done, done, vapid wasteland. Although if Brady leaves, I do think you hit reset, implode the whole thing and start over. But the likelihood is he comes back and Rome has fallen. You pick up the pieces and you see what more can you get out of it. The real reason the Patriots lost is the real reason all dynasties come to an end. Injury, dysfunction, a little bit of bad luck, age, both in the good, on the bad side with Brady, but also with Nikhil Harry, who, you know, too young, too, too, you know, not, not ready, not ready for that game. And there you go. And probably arrogance too. I don't think they're super arrogant, but there probably is an amount of confidence to where they felt like, look, we can still figure out a way. We don't have to bring back an Antonio Brown. We don't have to make an additional move. The Muhammad Sanu move didn't work. The Antonio Brown move didn't work. For different reasons. But it's not one reason that brings down a dynasty. It's not just Brady getting older. It's not just losing his center. It's not just Edelman's drop. It's not just losing the, the, the coaching staff. It's it's not just Rob Gronkowski retiring. It's not just Antonio Brown being a knucklehead. It's Josh Gordon being a knucklehead. It's all of these things combined. Get you, you know, the coaching thing is interesting. Look, kicking game. Have you ever watched a Patriot game and thought, this is a complete mismatch in kicking game? Special teams. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Festivus is the airing of grievance, is it not? I don't know if it did. Are you a Seinfeld? You're not a Seinfeld guy, Byer, are you? Oh, Maybe. totally am. Are you? Yeah. Okay, so Festivus is what? Yeah, it was the airing of grievances. Isn't oh. that like December 23rd? Yes. is that the day? Yes, yes, yes. It's a secular holiday, Right. So it's you know kind of made up holiday. Yeah, we just took our metal pole down yesterday. That's funny. Yeah. It's the airing of grievances. Saints fans doing their annual airing of grievances after they lose in the playoffs. Here's Cam Jordan, star defensive end for the Saints, on the final play of the game. It doesn't matter, you know. We're clearly not going to get a second ruling. We're clear, you know, the refs ran off as soon as they alerted that it was a touchdown. It didn't even go for review, and that's something that I'm sure the league will come out with the new rule next year. Actually, the league did review it. They do have a new rule. Like the Saints are like, we lost new rule. They're new rule guy. You know what I'll give credit to? I'll give credit to Dr. James Naismith. You know why? Uh, it's a little known basketball trivia. So Dr. James Naismith was a PE teacher in Springfield, Massachusetts, when he invented basketball. It's an aerobic activity. At one point in time, he became the head coach at Kansas. He's the only coach in Kansas history to have a losing record. So I don't know if I invent a game and my team can't win, 
Don't you change the rules? No, no, no. I said the hoops were supposed to be 11 feet high, right? He didn't. He never changed the rules. Give it credit. Saints are the opposite of Dr. James Naismith. They're like, we lost. Change the rule. Al Riveron's like, look, there was hand fighting. And we just, it didn't, just didn't rise to the level of calling of, on a, on a, a, a penalty. Like, it, it's amazing. Fans and even players call the game soft. Hey, man, let the players decide it. Then here's a ball in the air, two guys pushing, shoving, and the Vikings' bigger guy, Kyle Rudolph, catches the football, and suddenly now we're, you know, we're supposed to feel sorry for the Saints. You know? Was there a push? Sure. Sure. I'll give you a push if you give me a legal use of the hands before that or a hold before that. You know, you can give me, well, it's within five yards line of scrimmage. No, it's not. The end zone is 10 yards deep. Okay, 10 yards deep. That is not within five yards of the line of scrimmage. And once the ball is in the air, that's when the hand fighting is supposed to stop. I, I predicted this as soon as the rule came to be as soon as that you could go back to review because this is what happens most times with OPI or DPI. What happens is the other side grabs holds and then somebody pushes. It's a very natural reaction to push when somebody's grabbing and holding you. It just is. It's a very, very natural thing to do. And, um, you know, to me, I, I think it's kind of easy. I think it's, it's really, really easy to see exactly what happened, which is Kyle Rudolph and who was the defensive back at, at the time? It was Marcus Williams? You know, Marcus Williams doesn't. By the way, Marcus Williams didn't turn around to see the ball. Supposed to turn around and see the ball. I haven't heard one saint go like, well, you know, he should have turned around and see the ball, then he could have gotten away with being super physical. He didn't. He got caught hand fighting. Rudolph gave him a little push, caught the football, perfectly thrown ball, a touchdown. Never did I think in real time it was a penalty. Did Marcus Williams do the whole I was pushed thing? Yeah. Kind of did the basketball where he threw his head back. Like LeBron used to do when he drive to the basket. But my, my sense is I'm actually going to side with Al Riveron, which is that wouldn't have risen to the level of a penalty at any other point in time during the game, especially at the end of a game, ball in the air, you go after it, that ain't a penalty. Bayer, did you think it was a penalty? Do you think that ri- that rose to the level of OPI? No. And I hate to say it, but I'm a guy in that situation. I'm one of those guys. Like In that situation, that's really tough to call. Where maybe if it's a first quarter play, yeah, you co- you know, yeah, yeah, totally. Game on the line, ball in the air. You don't call that. Everybody knows that. I actually, and I, I said this on yesterday's show. The only reason that I thought maybe they would call that is because of what happened last year, not because it was so close or justified in being it. Like I, I almost thought like more like, okay, well you put this rule in. I guess you're going to have to do this and take a look at it because this is the whole reason we have the rule. I thought that was more of a possibility than even just the 
validity of it of the actual play. You know, I mean, he didn't. He didn't. Sean Payton didn't. He said, "Tip your hats to Minnesota. They deserved to win. They made more plays than we did. Nothing." Now it should be pointed out that uh, uh, Terry McCauley, who works, I think, for NBC, said he thought it was offensive pass interference. John Perry wrote on Twitter that it would be close enough to pass interference that he wouldn't have been overturned. Uh, Dean Blandino and Perry also noted that the NFL NFL head of officiating Al Riveron has a high standard for overturning a call, which is what we've seen all year. Like all of this played out as what we've seen all year, which is they've allowed defenses to become very, very physical. And what was there? One overturn the whole year. I think there's one play that was overturned the whole year. From like week three, yes, I, you know, on, then you had this enormous threshold. I would also argue, Doug, that the call in the Bills-Texans game where they called the blindside block that wasn't a blindside block was much more detrimental to what ended up happening yesterday in the game. Because the Bills, in, in that play against the Texans, were, and, the, and this gets to a point, trust me, they could kick a field. They could have attempted a long field goal. Instead, they had to punt it back to, to Houston. But the point is, is the ref actually called the penalty, and it should never have been a penalty. Like that was my issue of the blindside block. He completely missed it. You have to have better officials. Period. That's what this bottom line is. The guy who missed it against the Rams and Saints game. You got to get better officials to make these calls. Wait, wait, the Rams say which Rams? Oh, the, last yeah, year. Last year, like the you know, the- I, I'm going to tell you honestly, I didn't think last year is nearly as egregious as people are making out to be. I just didn't because I, I think a lot of it is the camera angle. It was it was really bang bang. Like w- when you look at it from the back, it feels like it happened way before the ball arrived. When you look at it at the like the the angle where the official was, it was just about the same time. I understand that they changed the rules because of it. And I think it would have been overturned, but I'm not positive. I'm not positive. I just, I, the whole. Like, and it's it's really hard. It's really hard. Like, do you want to be the guy that throws the flag right there? You know? No, it is difficult. Like, it, if you're grabbing, if you're grabbing Rudolph's arms, of course he's going to have to push you in order to break them free. Would you prefer he do that? Or would you prefer he, like, raise his arms up like he can't catch the ball and fall on the ground? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> try to try to draw the penalty. Yes. Hate that. Yeah. Hate the drawing of the penalty. But it's a great point. Like it but it's it's hard. Like these games aren't easy to officiate. In sure. no ways. In well, no ways. Well, and I also just think it just shows what the NFL did in opening Pandora's box yes. by allowing that to happen because yep. there are other plays that are just as important, maybe even more important. That will cost teams, but the, those are uncorrectable, like Buffalo had to deal with on Saturday, as opposed to just pass interference. Awesome stuff, Dan Byer. Appreciate your your time. More head coaching news from around the NFL. I will share it with you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we get caught up on as many stories as possible. We call it the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? 
Doug, let's start out with the uh, New Orleans Saints, who maybe we should have seen yesterday's output coming because it was on Friday that The Athletic reported that the NFL denied the Saints' request to wear their throwback color rush uniforms for yesterday's game against the Vikings. You know, those ones, they look very sharp. Instead, they had to go with just a regular road setup with their all-whites. They were 5-0 and wearing all-whites under Sean Payton. Unfortunately, that came to an end, but they wanted to wear like those throwback whites that they wore in Seattle. They beat the Cowboys with them, but the NFL said that they wore them three times during the year already and they weren't allowed in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, like there's a math to it. It's about selling jerseys. I don't really understand it, but whatever. Yeah, I just I thought it was unique. It is unique. No, it's definitely unique. And I love uniform stories. Yeah. Yeah, we should have a couple of changes in the NFL coming up this offseason on on new looks. The, the ju- Rams are changing. For what reason, I have no idea. Yeah, well, they they have never been able to get a white uniform. Like, they wore their blue throwbacks and then used them as their home ones, but their road whites were basically what they had when they came over from St. Louis. They yes. didn't want to make a change, and now they will. Browns are also making a change Multiple reports saying a more classic look for the Browns coming this offseason. Uh, ESPN reports that the New York Giants will interview Baylor head coach Matt Rule on Tuesday and Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels on Wednesday. McDaniels also expected to interview with the Browns on Friday. Hmm, where do you think he'll go? I think the Browns are most likely because he could put his own guy in the front office. Yes, and I think that Rule seems to be the Giants guy. Jay Glazer said as much yesterday. But prior to the Vikings-Saints game, that Matt Rule seems to be the Giants guy. Has a history there. But yeah, there's, then, there's, then there's only the Panthers remaining to, uh, to fill, if, if, I, if I'm correct on that. Yeah, so. we'll, be, we'll be fascinated to see what the Panthers do. Colin Coward said, well, what, what if Bill Belichick left? If he, the only thing, place he would leave for would be the Giants. Yeah. I actually threw that out at the end of yeah. uh, yesterday's show that we had. Of, of if, if Bob Kraft is saying, nope, we want we want Tom Brady to stay and be here and not go anywhere else, maybe Bill's like, well, maybe it's time to go to the G-men. Uh, the NFL Network says Shane Steichen will stay on as the Chargers offensive coordinator after taking over the position midseason after Ken Wisenhunt was left go or let go. Yeah, so th- that that intrigues me in terms of what what that me what that means. What exactly does that mean for their quarterback situation, right? Shane Steichen did a nice job, but no real track record. And so this idea of going and getting Tom Brady might fill up the seats, but you already have Phillip Rivers, who seems to like him. Otherwise, you know, I think you keep Tyrod Taylor. I, I Don't be surprised if the Chargers keep Tyrod Taylor, draft a quarterback, let Tyrod Taylor start the season. This story will kind of wrap up everything we've just talked about, but Vikings offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski is going to interview with the Panthers on Thursday, also possibly the Browns, according to Adam Schefter. But, hey, maybe Stefanski's uh, resume got a little brighter with yesterday's win over the Saints. problem is he's, he's called plays for exactly one year, and he's been in the league forever, right? Um, that one strikes me as kind of a Johnny-come-lately, and, and that's a really well-built team. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, would he would he go? He'd have to go hand in hand with a team that's built kind of similarly, right? With a they like to the commitment to running the football. Remember, there was a lot of criticism for their offense, especially early in the season, as being bland and and you know, I think he's done a nice job. But I would also tell you that they had the ball up twenty to ten, and they went into the old turtle offense, uh, three consecutive possessions. 
Got some Alabama news. Of course, the big news, and you touched on this earlier in the show. You can catch it to the podcast if you'd like. But Thank you. Tua Tungavailoa announcing that he is leaving school early to enter the NFL draft. A decision that he made, well, yeah, quite difficult. It was just a hard decision all around. Um, just taking into consideration the pros and cons for both both sides of the situation and, you know, of the decision. And, uh, you know, I, I got to see guidance from my, my family. Um, we prayed a lot about it. This is a decision that I'm going to have to live with. I made it, and, I mean, I'm, I'm good with it. I felt it was the only decision, but. Yeah, my, my only thing is, that maybe this is more for NFL teams, is uh, do you really know? You have no idea about the hip. Like, well, they've told me it's like a knee injury. Like, no, it's a hip injury. It's not like a knee injury. So. If you if you went the the concern that I had was if you go back to Alabama it's almost like the unknown sure is better of you know because if he doesn't show what he had previously and there had been even some questions about his athletic ability even before the hip injury so yeah uh, Henry Ruggs the third by the way also leaving Alabama so another uh, Crimson Tide player entering the draft how about some NBA news Yahoo Sports says Pistons forward Blake Griffin considering season ending knee surgery he's been dealing with that knee issue all the way back to last season well and of course they um, uh, tell me if I'm wrong here but they're considering trading Andre Drummond to Atlanta yes right so that should have been a sign of well wait a second now they're packing this thing in. I would say he's going to have the knees done, and I would say Andre Drummond's going to be gone. What do you think of Kevin Love's antics on a side note? I don't have it here in the press, but... I, I think it's in regards to John Beeline more than everybody's talking about the guard play and Colin Sexton. Um, the problem with Kevin Love is he's got like an almost nearly untradeable contract. Right? And like nobody wants... Who wants Kevin Love for a playoff run? Right? Yeah. No. Who wants Kevin yeah. Love for a playoff run? So, you know, I mean, dude just gets pissy. Kevin Love's one of those guys that he made himself more likable when he was playing with LeBron, but there's a lot of dudes in the NBA that don't dig Kevin Love. Yahoo Sports saying that Lakers center Dwight Howard will compete in the slam dunk contest at All-Star Weekend next month in Chicago. Zach Levine and John Morant have been invited, but still determining whether or not they will participate. Hmm. I mean, John Morant's been incredible, hasn't he? Incredible. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, and he's a freak dunker. I just, I don't really, this, this I guess, it continues the Dwight Howard, what's old is new tour, you know, the rehab, personal rehab tour, which I guess fools some people. I don't think he's a bad guy. Just I'm. I've seen Dwight Howard in enough dunk contests. I'm good. And Zach Levine's averaging about 23 per game. There seems to be a question. The report said that if he does get chosen for the game, he's actually more likely to participate than if he is not at All Star. Then well, that, if I got to be there, I'll be there. Yes, not like, absolutely. Eh, he's and, the weekend off. And plus, it's in Chicago. It's his it's in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, in a story that we touched on in game time, Sam Amick of The Athletic addresses the Kuzma to Sacramento report uh, for Boyan Bogdanovich, possibly as part of a deal. Uh, Amick of The Athletic saying that a trade between the Lakers and Kings won't happen, not only because the salaries don't match, but the Kings like Bogdanovich's uh, versatility and what he can do. But there was one uh, rumor put out there earlier today that the Kings were interested in Kuzma. Now Amick saying not likely to happen. That's fascinating that the Kuzma, who New Orleans could not get as part of the trade, granted, it was a much bigger trade, but was 
almost untradeable last year, at least now people calling and they're taking calls about him. That is not a great sign for Kyle Kuzma. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. So we got Monday Night Football. Kidding. Kidding. You know what's amazing about this? Is that we don't even... We're not even really... If you kind of get down to it, we're not even talking about the games yet. And there are going to be some great games. Titans-Ravens will be great. Uh, I don't think Packers-Seahawks will be a great game, but those two quarterbacks don't really like each other. You know? Um, the the Niners and Vikings is an interesting game. Right? Niners and Vikings, you know, Vikings run the football at that pass-rushing defense. And Jimmy G in his first playoff game. And then the Chiefs taking on the Texans. We've seen this one before in the regular season. And, you know, I don't think that Deshaun Watson is as good as Pat Mahomes, but that doesn't mean that Deshaun Watson can't find a way to get a win. That's what he does. That's who he is. So we've talked a lot about the Cowboys. You can recap it on the podcast. Tomorrow, Chris Sims will join us. So will Jason LaCanfora. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Network.